Welcome to the Wake Up With Gratitude podcast. I'm your host, Julie Boyer, and I'm so excited to share with you some incredible interviews with wonderful entrepreneurs, business owners, and amazing people in my life that are practicing gratitude, self-love, and living with kindness. I also sprinkle in a few solo episodes, and occasionally you'll see family members join in for the fun as well. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Wake Up With Gratitude podcast. This is Julie Boyer, the host, and today I'm recording a solo episode that has kind of been on my mind for more than a week now, and I've been kind of struggling on how to put it all together. I'm recording this right now, and it's Sunday, May 24th, and we're you know several months into the COVID-19 pandemic. And there's a lot that's been weighing on my mind. I've done several podcast episodes. Maybe this is your first one. And if it is, welcome. I'm so happy that you came across this podcast. And I've done several episodes during the pandemic. You know, I've talked about how do we find gratitude during a pandemic. I did an episode about a tsunami of gratitude. I did a more recent one about how to find joy during a pandemic. So this isn't the first time I've addressed this topic and I use my podcast with caution because I know a lot of you are here because you're looking for a place where it's a lot of positivity and you're being reminded to be grateful and it's a place maybe where you're taking a break from hearing about news about COVID-19. So why this episode is so important for me right now is that Back in April, I did write this blog post, which actually turned into a podcast called A Tsunami of Gratitude. And what I wrote about is, you know, we're seeing this beautiful tsunami of gratitude all over the world. We're thanking all of our essential workers. We're putting hearts in our windows and on our trash bins. We're doing, um, you know, special things for caregivers and acknowledging our farmers And of course, for many, many weeks at seven o'clock, we would make noise to honor our frontline healthcare workers. And as I concluded the blog post, I said, you know, my prayer for the future is that when we look back at the COVID-19 pandemic, that we remember the tsunami of gratitude and we continue to express our thanks for those who provide so many essential services who may become invisible again. It's fairly heartbreaking for me that in such a short time, all this beautiful gratitude that I was seeing all over social media has virtually disappeared. Now, I know that some of you listening do make an effort to share your gratitude, but Six or seven weeks ago, my Facebook feed was filled with people sharing their gratitude in so many different ways. And what we've been through over this time is we've adjusted to a way of doing life that is very different than we had ever imagined or that we really want to. And our frustration is becoming so very evident. What's also happening is that we're experiencing this in so many different ways. My experience of what is happening with my family and my life 
during this pandemic is going to be very different than many of you. I live on Vancouver Island right now, where as of this recording, um, the last time I checked the statistics, we have not had a new case of COVID-19 on the island for 14 days. I'm from the Toronto area, and I see the daily cases increasing all the time. So the experience that my friends may be having across the country is likely very different than the experience that I'm having here on Vancouver Island. I'm also very blessed that my business and my husband's businesses have both been growing during this time because we're serving people in a way that they're looking for through this challenging time, through these difficulties. And so we have seen that growth. And I know many of you have had the complete opposite and people that I love and care about have lost their jobs, have had to close their businesses or make extreme sacrifices in order to keep their businesses open. So now we're just not even sure what to believe about our collective experience because it is actually so incredibly different. Not to mention the uh, all of the controversy that we're seeing about what is actually happening and what is not. And I think one of the most difficult things that many of us are facing is the ability to remain friends and to stay amicable with family while we have very different opinions. Of course, throughout our lives, we have different opinions from others that we care about. And, you know, we often know that maybe bringing up our different political uh, opinions at a family dinner is probably not a good idea for anybody. And we kind of maybe know that that should be not talked about in front of someone that specifically has a, a difficult or different opinion than ours because it will cause drama. Right now, there are so many places where we feel comfortable sharing our opinion or sharing articles or scientific papers, blog posts, YouTube videos that have very different polarizing views. And I find that if we don't pay attention right now to our friendships and our relationships, by just simply posting on Facebook things that other people might not agree with, we will create a lot of irreparable damage in these relationships. Some of you might be thinking, well, maybe I do need to let go of that toxic person in my life. And yeah, this could be a benefit for some of us to let go of toxic people in our life. Sure. But what I've noticed is it's not necessarily that people in my life are toxic, have very different opinions than me. It's people that I care about and respect have those different, real, real different opinions than how I'm dealing with the pandemic and how I see it and how I'm experiencing it. And what I'm challenging us to do is to remember that it is possible to be friends with someone and to have a very different opinion about things. 
Uh, this is one of my dearest friends. You know, Karen and I have done a number of podcasts together. So you might have heard uh, Karen Shimka on a podcast with me back in episode 41 and then 42. She asked me the questions. That was kind of fun. We did a turning the tables episode. But there are things, we agree on a lot of things when it comes to maybe business and that kind of thing and, and mindset and personal growth. But there are definitely topics that we do not agree on and we have completely different opinions on. And what I think has been really important for us to continue our friendship is we choose not to spend a lot of time discussing the things that we're so far apart on. And that might be because both of us have built network marketing businesses where one of the things we learn in network marketing is we're not in the convincing business, right? I'm not here to convince you to start a business. You either want to start a business or you don't. I'll share the information with you. You can make the decision that's best for you and your family. And so I think that ability to remember that we're not in the convincing business and that can just be around our different opinions about what's happening during the pandemic. So remembering that it, it isn't our job to convince others that our point of view may be correct. What I hope that we can do is to remember that we can still respect each other as human beings and understand that just because I may believe that I'm right, you may have just the same and strong opinion that is completely the opposite of what I believe but you may believe the same. And that doesn't mean you're stupid or insensitive or disrespectful. It just means that the information that you have and that you've processed has brought you to a different conclusion. So if I go back to this tsunami of gratitude, you know, this expressing of gratitude for the people that are working so very hard during this time who continue to treat uh, people with COVID-19, who are working um, you know, in the retail industry and have really had to change the way that they do business completely at extra and added expense, what if we continue to focus on all the ways that we can be grateful for this, right? There are definitely some things that we may not be able to change, but what we can change, what we can control is our attitude and the way that we treat other people. And remembering that every person that we have an interaction with is a human being. And that it might not be worth the cost of being right to lose relationships. I really hope that we can come to a place where we go back really to that place of being in gratitude, in gratitude for so many things. I invite us all to look back on the past, you know, six or eight weeks and find a dozen things that we are grateful for that has come from this situation. That will be different, like I said, for every single one of us, but I am very grateful for the time that I've had with my family, even though my husband and I are actually working more than ever before, it is very interesting. We, we really are working a lot more. But when we have, we both take time off on Saturday and we just spend that time as a family, we just do things together as a family and we really stay connected. 
I'm grateful that it has changed the relationship with my daughter. So she, uh, as you may know, we homeschool and she's not used to having anybody else home at the same time. So one of her friends from the neighborhood, of course, being uh, working while well, doing her schooling from home and not nobody having the after school activities, these girls have been able to play outside safely for over a month now, you know, they get together at the end of the day and the girls, they do chalk on the sidewalk or they, they play with their Playmobil and they play safely outside. They know about social distancing. They're not hugging anymore or touching each other, which is, can be very difficult, I know, but they're, they're creating this independence. You know, my daughter takes her scooter to her friend's house, which she had never done before. I never had that time. And so she's having time to explore a little bit in the neighborhood and to explore a friendship with a a friend in a very different way than she would ever have. And this may go on for months, you know, this ability to play outside just without an agenda, without a sport, without a schedule. I find that's been a really, really incredible gift. So you've got to kind of look back at your own life, right? I'm inviting you now to do this is look back and say, where, where can I be grateful? What is there that has changed that I want to hang on to, right? We talk so much about this word that I promised I wouldn't say. So I'll just call it the NN. <laughs> You can go back to my episode 49 if you don't know what NN stands for. But we're we're moving forward in a world that is very different. Uh, We know that it will never go back to the way that it was. And in some ways, that's actually a really good thing. And by looking back at these last, you know, nine to 12 weeks with the perspective of gratitude in hindsight... I think it can help set up for what do we want to create over the summer. So this summer experience is going to be very, very different than we've ever had before. Um, Just we're coming off a weekend where, you know, there's this enormous backlash in Toronto because too many people were out in parks and they weren't keeping socially distant and they, there was too much, you know, touching and hugging and other things that were happening in this public park. And people were very, very upset. And it's thinking about how is our experience going to be different as we go through the summer? Obviously, there's a lot of things that we usually do in the summer that might not be able to happen this year in the same way in order to keep us safe. So, when you're looking back at the past 12 weeks and you find the things that you're grateful for of that list that you make for yourself, what can you create for the summer that includes some of those things, right? Can you safely, can your kids safely play with some of the kids in the neighborhood outside? That's going to be up to you and you're going to make a decision on your risk level and your family's risk level but that might be what happens this summer. You know, we, many times I've seen on Facebook this desire to go back to kind of a free range summer with our kids with no plans and not having to get up for camp every day and not having every little bit of time scheduled. Well, this might be the summer for some of families to actually be able to do that. Now, of course, that may come at a sacrifice. Many of us may not be able to work in the ways that we did before. But 
maybe it is a chance to experience summer in a really different way that will likely never come back again. I know, for example, that many of you are, you know, sad that summer camps are not happening. And I think back to my childhood experiences of going to camp. I went to a camp in Ontario, in Northern Ontario called Camp Kichikawana on Beausoleil Island in the Georgian Bay, one of the most beautiful places I've ever been in the world. And I know that if my summer camp experience was canceled for a summer, I would probably be very upset about it. And, you know, as a parent to have to tell your child that they're what they've been looking forward to all summer has been canceled, of course, is going to be difficult. So how can we find ways to create experiences in a way that is safe and is allowed? Again, this will all depend on your personal views and what's going on in your specific country or province or state, but it provides us a chance to use our imaginations. It provides us a chance to give our families, our kids, some space. We all need more space in our lives. And yeah, some of us are definitely working more, but we also have more space than ever before in our lives. And it's not about writing the next great Canadian novel or, you know, redecorating your house or cleaning every surface and every baseboard in your home, that's not necessarily what you're going to do with that space. And that's okay. Perhaps you're just using that space and that time to get to know yourself better, to get to know your partner better, to spend time with your kids doing nothing put a couple chairs on the balcony and grab a book and sit with your child or your spouse or your partner and read. Or maybe even you're just sitting on your devices together and playing alongside each other. It doesn't matter. Where are you going to allow yourself to have creativity this summer, to create an experience that you'll look back on with loving kindness as opposed to frustration and disappointment. So as I wrap up this episode, I want to remind us of really the most important message from this podcast is that we can be friends with people who have different opinions than we do. We can stay in relationship with our family members when we have different opinions. And it might be that you say clearly to that person in your life, our friendship is more important than our opinion about the pandemic right now. So I want to choose to not speak about it when we're together and talk about other things. Let's connect in other ways. It is so easy right now for the first conversation with anybody to talk about is COVID-19. But isn't it so nice when you talk to someone and your conversation isn't all about the pandemic, right? Isn't it great when you can talk about some of these things that, like I said, that you're grateful for and share that with other people? Is it possible that by sharing our gratitude for what we've experienced over the past, you know, nine to 12 weeks, that we could inspire others to do the same? 
I hope so. I really hope so. I want to invite you to join me on Facebook. I have finally <laughs> decided to create an online community of gratitude ambassadors. Why has it taken me so long to actually do this? Well, I didn't want to just have a Facebook group to have a Facebook group. I mean, I don't know about you, but I'm part of like over 200 and something Facebook groups. And some of them, of course, are nobody's even using them. I never check on them. I should probably leave all these groups. I have groups that I started and haven't touched in several years. So I thought if I'm going to play, create a place where people can meet and connect around gratitude, I want it to be a community where we participate. So this community of gratitude ambassadors is for people who are already doing some kind of gratitude practice that will really help for sure. Already think about gratitude, you know, maybe not every day, but you're kind of, you know, that, you know, it's good to be grateful or you're listening to this podcast. Or maybe you are, you know, someone like my friend Mickey, who I interviewed back in episode 39, who did a thousand days of gratitude straight on Facebook. And you want a place to, you know, connect with others who feel the same way. So this community can be found on Facebook and it's, uh, it's actually called Gratitude Ambassadors and you can just find it in the, in the search bar. I'm actually kind of excited that it, this group name had not been taken before. So that's where I invite you to join us and let me know if you join that group and I, you know, welcome you to the group that you found us through the, the podcast. I want to thank you because the podcast has been growing. More and more of you are listening and downloading to this podcast. This is uh, episode 52 that I'm recording right now. And I feel like we're turning the corner into a new set of interviews and ways of sharing and really creating something absolutely exceptional as we head towards you know, the big triple digits of 100 episodes, which is something that I kind of planned from the beginning. You know, I knew that I would do, I knew that I wouldn't even decide whether to continue with the podcast or not until I hit at least 50 episodes. And now that that's gone by and I've hit 50, I'm so excited to continue to show up for you guys here. And I also love how much I'm already learning from the people in the Gratitude Ambassadors tribe about gratitude that maybe ways that I hadn't even thought of before. And we've only been doing this for a week. So if you want to join us, facebook.com, I believe slash gratitude ambassadors might get you right there. Um, I'll put a link in the podcast notes. If not, you can put, you know, in the search bar gratitude ambassadors. It's also linked through my Facebook page, which is Julie Boy, gratitude guru. You can find me there. And I wish you all uh, so much, a huge tsunami of gratitude this week. Join me in, in adding gratitude to your social media, to your interactions with people. Just show others how important a daily gratitude practice is and how much of a difference it's making for you as we navigate a whole new world that's going to change us forever. And I want to be part of the change that moves us towards expressing more gratitude than ever. Thanks everyone for listening in to this episode of the Wake Up With Gratitude podcast. 
You did it. You listened to the end of the podcast. Yay. Thanks so much for sticking around. It would mean the world to me if you decided to follow this podcast and download new episodes. Who doesn't want more gratitude when they're listening to their podcast? Has this podcast made a difference for you in your life? Could you do me a little favor? I would love it if you would stop by on your favorite app and just leave me a review. It would mean so much if you would take those 30 to 90 seconds and share with us why this podcast made a difference for you. Don't forget, you can always reach out to me on social media. I can be found through Wake Up With Gratitude, through my website. I'm on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn. I've even got an account on TikTok when I like to be silly. I love getting your messages through private message. It means so much to me that this podcast has made a difference in your life. Thanks again for listening today.